The G.I. Journal goes to press. the G.I. Journal again, your radio newspaper of the A.E.F., the paper that prints the best jokes and poems sent in by you men overseas. Well, men, we're back in the city room of the G.I. Journal once again, and here's your editor-in-chief of this edition, the only man in the world who's got the stork acting like a ferry command pilot, the old groaner himself, Bing Crosby. Hiya, men. Well, thank you, Harry Mitchell. It's a great kick to be back in the old swivel chair on G.I. Journal again. Heading such a promising editorial staff as Miss Lena Horn, in charge of our music page, Ransom Sherman, Poet Laureate, and Ace Newscaster. We have Mel Blank, the one-man crowd, the sad sack, and as our special guest, your old friend, Henny Young. Comedian, mimic, violinist, monologist, and nightclub entertainer. Also takes over Sunday KP for $3. <laughs> and... Now that you know who's going to do what at you, let's turn to music, page one, for a little thing we're offering today with John Scott the Trot and the music maids called Bless Em All. There's a troop ship just leaving Bombay Bound for the blimey shore Heavily laden with time-expired men Bound for the land they adore There's many a bloke who has just missed the boat there's many a lad signing on But there'll be no promotion this side of the ocean So cheer up, my lads, bless them all Bless them all, bless them all The long and the short and the tall Bless all the sergeants, the top kickers too If you believe me, above all, bless you For we're saying goodbye to them all as up the gangway we crawl No ice cream and cookies for stout-hearted rookies So cheer up, me lads, bless them all They say that in camp you can have a swell time We've heard it all before Five in the morning and you're kicked out of bed to scrub up the barracks room floor. A private has really no privacy now. We're all behind the eight ball. No ice cream and cookies for flat-footed rookies. So cheer up, my lads, bless them all. Bless them all. Bless them all. Bless them all. Happy with whatever he gets For we're giving the eye to them all Those who attract and appall Bless Maggie and Susie Who's gonna be choosy When you're in camp, bless them all Got a news flash just off the wire. Well, Ransom Sherman, read it. Okay, flash. 
The Sawalish Daily Forest Birdle, quoting an unconfirmed report originating with Credge Fouls and routed through Reuters versus the Associated Press of Corps Federal Towson, although totally lacking in confirmation from any allied source, today allegedly asserted, according to a high government official whose name I am not at liberty to divulge, but is usually considered highly authoritative, although his name must remain a secret since he is a high government official whose name I am not at liberty to divulge, that in the Lestoris Marples Peninsula today, nothing happened. <laughs> Certainly a mighty cagey communication. I mean, plenty of scammers in there, wasn't there? I think you're entitled to a raise. Well, uh, What's your present salary? Well, $3 a week. Well, from now on, you're going to get it. Thank you. <laughs> tell me, tell me, High Bracket, what's with the poetry corner for this week? We received, uh, we received one poem that is nothing less than epic, a few that are distinctly masterpieces, mm -hmm. several extremely salutary efforts, and a couple that are workmanlike. Workmanlike? Yes, you know, stinkers. <laughs> well, hit us with the epic, Rance. Very well. It's from Seaman Second Class Joe Barlby, care of Fleet Post Office. Epic. If Little Red Riding Hood lived today, the modern girl would scorn her. She only had to face one wolf, not one on every corner. <laughs> Hope gets around, doesn't it? <laughs> However, men, D.I. Journal will continue to print up the best of your poems each week, whether they contain a reference to old Reed Beak or not. Love that Reed Beak. <laughs> Reed Beak. Thank you, Lord. Just address your odes to G.I. Journal, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. And now then, Rance, my boy, I use the word boy loosely, did you yes. run that ad in the morning paper like I told you to? Yes, this is it right here. I'll read it to you. Wanted, literary editor for G.I. Journal. Must be brilliant, intelligent, energetic young man with high scholastic attainments. Student of the classics and highly developed aesthetic and cultural background. Salary, no object. Salary, no object. Oh, that's just a phrase. It means object, no salary. <laughs> that's certainly confusing enough to stimulate interest, Rance. And while we're waiting for the applicants to stream in, we turn to the horoscope column where we see right plumb at the top, September song. This is for Corporal F.R. Briggs at APO 980. Oh, it's a long, long while from May to December But the days grow short When you reach September When the autumn weather Turns the leaves to flame One hasn't got time For the waiting game all the days dwindle down to a precious few. September, November, and these few precious days I'll spend with you. These precious days I'll spend.
the days dwindle down to a precious few. September, November, and these few precious days I'll spend with you. These precious days I'll spend with you. You advertise for a brilliant, intelligent, energetic young man? Let's get the door open, old man. <laughs> <laughs> I was so anxious for the job, I went right through the wall. Come in. That's my line. You've got a nice radio voice. You advertise for a brilliant, intelligent, energetic young man? That's right. Well, my name is Henny Youngman. You don't know me. You're wrong. I do know you. Well, in that case, I'll be going. No, wait, 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 wait. How do you know you wouldn't qualify for the job? Well, I don't want to sound too boastful, but they don't come any stupider than me. You're pretty stupid, huh? Well, I'll show you just how stupid I am. Ask me to count up to four. Go ahead. Ask me to count up to four. Okay, count up to four. One, two, three. What about four? Never heard of it. <laughs> Did you ever go to school? Why, certainly I went to school. I went to college. I made B.S., A.B., L.L.D., and U.W. U.W.? Yeah, unsuccessful wolf. <laughs> well, you've done a good deal of reading, Henny. All my life. Why, would you believe it? When I was a child of six, I used to sit on my governess's lap and have her read to me. How long did you keep that up? Till I was 32. <laughs> Glad you finally decided to quit. Well, I had her. I had her lap one right down to the upholstery. <laughs> but you still go on with your reading, I yeah, hope. Yeah, well, only this week I finished reading The Life of Grant and The Life of Lee. The Life of Lee, huh? Which one? Robert E. or Light Horse Harry? <laughs> Gypsy Rose. <laughs> Tell me, how, how long were you in school altogether? You mean counting the year I was in kindergarten? Yeah. Well, one year. <laughs> and what is your present occupation, Henny? Well, I'm in a gasoline business. Ooh. Gasoline business. Yes, right? I siphon and my brother squeezes. <laughs> what does your brother squeeze? Me. <laughs> he wants to make sure I'm not holding out on him. <laughs> How about dropping over to my garage and throwing in a small burp, huh? Uh, <laughs> Ethel or regular? <laughs> just get the lead out, that's all. <laughs> uh, just one more light question, Henny, before I decide not to give you this job. Are you married or single? Well, this is confidential, Bing, but Ann Sheridan and I are engaged to be married. Really? Yeah, but don't spread it around. So far, only the two of us know about it. Oh, just you and Anne, huh? No, just you and me. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> I shan't tell a human. Not a living human. Well, you're not exactly what we're looking for, Henny, but I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you a crack at the job anyway. Swell, I'll take it. You understand, of course, the job entails quite a bit of hard work. I'll take it. Means a lot of research work at night. I'll take it. You won't have time to go out with any girls. Uh, which way is the nearest pool room? <laughs> Don't be hasty, Henny. Suppose you just stick around here till after the next number. I'll try you out on a little assignment. Meanwhile, for the boys at 631 and for Private First Class Jimmy Markham at 251, here's a particularly ballady ballad called Day After Forever. <laughs>
whispering your name and the day after forever I know I'll do the same time or winter I won't let you out of sight and the day after forever we'll talk about tonight your laughter is a melody that I Plays upon my heartstrings. It's my favorite song. All through a lifetime, I'll be loving you and them all the day. After forever, I'll just begin again. Five-star final. Oh, you? I thought they called me five-star final. Oh, no, you're just four so far, and it ain't final. <laughs> Who is this kid, Sinatra on stilts? Look, your assignment is waiting for you in the next room. It's Lena Horn. Lena Horn? Yes, sir, and I want an interview. Now get in there and get it. Okay, boss. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Lena. The boss sent me in for an interview. Are you ready? Sure. All right, let's begin at the beginning. I was born in New York in 1911. My mother and father always wanted a child. Then I was born. <laughs> They're still trying. <laughs> when I was eight years old, I ran away from home. I didn't exactly run away from home. My folks took me down to Highway 66 and pointed. <laughs> but I fooled them. I returned home. And when I was 14 years old, my father had a long talk with me about the birds and the bees. <laughs> you know, it wasn't until I was 17 that I found out a man and a canary can't have any fun. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. Who's interviewing who? 
I thought you were supposed to interview me. What do I know about interviewing? I'm no reporter. I'm a violinist. Really? A good violinist? Why, certainly. People have compared me to Yasha Heifetz. They say that compared to Yasha Heifetz, I stink. <laughs> you mean to tell me you've never interviewed anybody before? That's right. I wouldn't even know how to begin. Well, I'll be glad to help you. All you have to do is ask me questions. Why, that's swell of you, Lena. What kind of questions? Well, you might start off by asking me how old I am. All right, fine. How old are you? I never tell. Well, we're over the first hurdle. <laughs> now what? Now you ask me where I live. Okay, where do you live? Oh, we moved. You know this interviewing is easy when you get the knack of it? <laughs> what do I do now? Well, uh, now why don't you try to find out something about my personality? For instance, who my favorite movie star is. Okay, who's your favorite movie star? Oh, he's not in pictures anymore. Boy, what a scoop this is going to be. <laughs> Now, uh, have we left anything out? Well, you might ask me what kind of pets I have. Yeah, I might, but I don't think I will. You know, you can tell a lot about a person from the pet she has. If she likes dogs, she's one kind of person. If she likes cats, she's another. Okay, what kind of a pet have you got? Oh, my landlord doesn't allow them. Brother, when Winchell reads this, he'll be so mad he'll hit Pearson over the head with Scousey. Well, shall we continue? Or do you think you've got enough information? Oh, no, let's go on. So far, all we've covered is your age, your address, your favorite movie star, and pet. There must be other things our readers are interested in not knowing. <laughs> all right. Suppose you ask wait me Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. I'm not asking you another thing until you promise to give me a definite answer. Okay. I promise. Don't forget now. A definite answer. What's your favorite food? Vichyssois au gratin à la bordelais avec croutons. Uh, let's go back to your way. <laughs> well, Henny, did you get that story on Lena Horn? Yep, here you are, Chief. All the information is on that paper. Right here. What's this? Uh, Lena Horn has hair, eyes, and teeth. Yeah, and even at that, I'm guessing a little. <laughs> well, looks like we still need a literary editor on the G.I. Journal. But, Lena, just so your trip down here won't be a total loss, how about a song? I'll be glad to, Bing. How about leaning lightly on a, on a Don't Come Lately? Something old and nostalgic, huh? Yeah, sing my favorite song, Lena. I want a girl just like the girl that married Harry James. <laughs> this boy will get you in nothing but trouble, Lenny. Why don't you pick one out yourself? I'd rather let the boys at APO 502 pick it out. They want me to do honeysuckle Road. Well, lay it all over. <laughs> I know the reason 
why you're much sweeter. Goodness knows you're my honeysuckle. Don't buy sugar. You just have to touch my cup. You're my sugar. Gee, it's sweet when you stir it up. Oh, when I'm taking sips from your tasty lips, seems the honey fairly drips. Your confection, goodness knows, you're my honey suckle. Lena, we're glad you dropped in this press room of the old G.I.J. this particular evening. It was fun, Dan. Yes, and tonight we have a letter here from overseas. It's addressed to you. This certain sergeant from the 93rd Division says he knows you. He'd like you to read his letter about his outfit. Oh, I'd be glad to. I went to school with some of these guys. He writes me, Dear Lena, we finally got what we've been looking for, action. I'm happy to report the 93rd did itself proud. That training we received back in the States is what pulled us through. Our first assignment was a Lulu. We had to go into the jungle to find and destroy enemy troops who were hiding on a ridge, which gave them complete command of a valley. We needed that valley to move forward. It took us two hard, long days to do the job, but we did it. We had to use every weapon and trick in the book to clear the way. The highlight of the whole action was some very fine bazooka shooting by Private First Class Wade Foggy and Sergeant Will Morey. These boys knocked out five Jap pillboxes with just eight shots. That's really going some. Our boss, Lieutenant Colonel Amos, says we can hold our own with any jungle fighters in the Pacific. That's the kind of talk the 93rd thrives on. They're telling us hard days lie ahead. But we're telling you the 93rd is all set for any eventuality. You'll be hearing from us again real soon, I hope. Well, the Sarge sure said it for all of us. We take our hats off to the men of the 93rd. Remember, all of you other men, if you think you have a terrific outfit, let's hear about it down at G.I. Journal, Los Angeles, USA. Say, Chief. Yes? There's a man outside to see you. What does he look like? Well, you know Gary Cooper? Yes. I doubt if this guy does. <laughs> well, let's case this character. Run him in here. Uh, good morning, good morning, it's a lovely, uh, lovely weather, uh, it will be, uh, it's a beautiful, uh, be, be, uh, be, oh, what a beautiful, uh, it's a gorgeous, uh, 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 don't the sun ever come out here? <laughs> You're in California, my boy, who are you? Um, I'm, I'm the smiling Irishman, I'm, I'm the laughing Scandinavian, Scandinavian, the happy hungry Gary, the happy hungry, I'm the sad sack. <laughs> sad sack, huh? I should have recognized that garbage can crouch of yours. What what can I do for you? Well, I I came about the the job, the literary literary editor, manager manager. I want the job as a copy Have you got a broom? <laughs> oh, you came about the editor's position. Oh, well, tell me. Are you a university man? Oh, it's, it's certainly it's, it's, uh, national. Uh, well, uh, uh, what's a university? In other words, you're not a university man. Oh, 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 oh well, I, I tried. I, I tried to get in at the uh, Princeton. They wouldn't take me at Columbia, at UCLA, at Ohio. They threw me out of Vassar. My Vassar's a girl's school. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what made me so, so, so sore when they threw me out. 
What makes you think you're qualified for this position? Well, I'm meeting my father, I'm meeting my mother, I'm meeting my mother, I'm meeting my My host is your family, the host is dead. Well, one of us ought to work. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll forget your educational background for the moment. Have you got any bad habits? Uh, uh well, uh... <laughs> uh, it's just one. Well, what is it? Oh, <laughs> I uh, couldn't tell you. Oh, come on, come on. No, no, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm too ashamed. Oh, come on, tell me. Uh, well, all right. I uh, put uh, wet teaspoons in sugar bowls. <laughs> oh. You mad, impetuous boy. Well, and at least I, I don't have it as bad as him, my father. No? No. Uh, he, uh, he uses tablespoons. Oh, this is catastrophic. Really, have you any other bad habits? Do you gamble? Oh, oh no, no, no. Uh, never. You don't play the horses? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, that I do. I thought you just said you didn't gamble. Well, I, 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 I don't gamble. I uh, play your horses. <laughs> Let's not get morbid, huh? And I'm sorry, old man, but I don't think we can use you. Well, uh, why not? Am I too short? No, a literary editor has to be able to read manuscripts, write stories, compose, edit, correct, evaluate, and assemble. Do you follow me? I uh, dropped out after you said read and write. When this boy's draft board scraped the bottom of the barrel for him, I wish they'd have sent us the bottom of the barrel instead. Well, man, it's about time to close up shop on your G.I.J. for tonight. But before we do, James Wright at APO 520 likes our community sings, and he wants us to do another one. James has spoken well, and we shall oblige him. How about Girl of My Dreams? I'll give it a, a light brush here first, and then we want everybody listening to grab a G.I. mop and clean her up. Girl of my dreams, I love you. Honest, I do. You are so sweet. If I could just hold your arm Again in my arms Then life would be complete Since you've been gone, dear Life don't seem the same Please come back again and after all said and done, there's only one girl of my dreams, it's you. Now everybody, soldiers, sailors, marines, coast guard, and all the feminine contingents, wherever you are, join up and let's make the welkin ring. You ready, boys? Girl of my dreams, I
Oh, that was really grand singing, men, and thanks very much. Of course, it wasn't loud enough to suit me. The chandelier is still up there. And so the time has come to say adios. Before I do, remember what G.I. Joe has to say. Keep your ammunition dry. Don't forget, a wet round may cause a dry run. This is Bing Crosby saying so long. Now, just a reminder, men, if you'd like to ride for such stars as Bing Crosby, Hen Henny Youngman, Lena Horne, Kay Kaiser, Bob Hope, Jerry Colonna, and Linda Darnell, just send in any gag that you think will fit them, and believe me, we'll use it. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service. <laughs>